joined now by RNZ Business Editor Giles Beckford. Kia ora, Giles. Our Thank you, Charlotte. economy has taken a tumble. Not just a tumble, it looks like we've actually hit a bit of a wall. Uh, as you may have heard in the news, uh, growth contracted. Uh, the economy contracted 0.3% in the three months ended September. Manufacturing down, construction down, household spending down, trade also falling. The economy clearly in a weaker state than most expected. Second quarter growth also was nearly halved to a revised 0.5% gain in the June quarter. Uh, and that compares to the same period a year ago. The economy is down 0.6%. To discuss this, I'm joined by Jared Kerr, Chief Economist at Kiwi Bank. Kerr to you, Jared. How bad how bad a state are we actually in, given that looking at the revisions, we actually we were in a recession at the end of last year, the beginning of this year? Yeah, it was revised away and then revised back in. And uh, I think as the statisticians collect more data, they realise that the New Zealand economy is uh, a lot weaker and and, uh, a lot smaller than they thought. So, you know, the economy is is softer than what the Reserve Bank expects. uh, And more importantly, the tax base uh, for the government is, is smaller. So, that won't help the budget next week. So these are the sort of, um, looking at the key drivers for the economy, I mean, consumer spending, services in general make up two-thirds of the economy, but they had just a flicker of growth. All the important things, manufacturing, exports and the rest of it, they were all weaker, construction as well. Um, Does this point to an economy that's really been bitten hard by those interest rate rises? Oh, absolutely. I think the Reserve Bank has done their job. Um, The restrictive uh, monetary policy, uh, higher interest rates uh, have really hurt households and uh, and many businesses. And, and, and as you point out, it's not just a few areas, it's actually weak uh, across the board. Um, our exports were much weaker than we thought, which points to softness and global growth. Uh, our imports were weaker, which means we're bringing in less uh, through you know, a lack of demand domestically. Um, this is a weak report, and it just shows you that our economy is a lot slower uh, than officials think. Where do all these migration gains fit into this picture? Because I note that disposable income, what you and I get out of the economy as our own to spend, that's actually down nearly 1%. Yeah, you're right. Um, and I think it's important to look at things on a per capita basis, you know, per head, because we've thrown, you know, thousands of people into the economy a net 130,000 gain in migrants in just one year. So when we look at things on a per-head basis, it's much worse. Um, The economy contracted 0.9% over the quarter, not 0.3, and is down 3% over the year, not 0.6. So uh, on a per-head basis, things are softening much faster than the Reserve Bank thought. Well, that's the $64 billion question, the Reserve Bank. What do they make of this? Is this a a rethink? Can they sort of ease back on that tough talk about rate rises next year if if needed? And does it bring possibly the prospect of rate cuts a little bit closer? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think today's numbers will be taken by the Reserve Bank. You know, at face value, the starting points are weaker, the economy's smaller, the inflation pressure that's likely to be uh, coming through is a lot less now. Um, So you take all of that and you go, well, do we really need to hike again? No, definitely not. That is unwarranted uh, on the data that we've seen in recent months. 
So what's the next discussion? The next discussion is when you start cutting. And the Fed in the US came out this morning and said, well, we actually think we'll deliver three cuts next year. So I agree with the Fed and their assessment um, of the global economy and what's happening there. And I, I think the Reserve Bank of New Zealand is far too hawkish uh, in calling for rate cuts late in 2025. I think we'll see rate hikes in 2024. But they were saying at the last uh, rate review that they were getting impatient with the stubbornness and inflation. It was taking too long to come down. The riding instructions have just been changed by the government, which says one focus only, go fight inflation. Does that still keep them higher for longer? Uh, Well, that's their message. That's what they came out and said. We want to be higher for longer. The risk is a rate hike, not a rate cut. Uh, We disagree, and today's data supports that. We think that the inflation pressure coming through is is uh, easing. Uh, we think we will be back below 3% next year, so back into the Reserve Bank's target band, and that'll mean that they don't have to lift rates again, and, and we're hoping that actually they'll be in a position to start cutting rates next year. Thank you very much. That's Jared Kerr, Chief Economist at Kiwi Bank. Well, Reserve Banks issued a formal warning to the local branch of Citibank for breaching anti-money laundering rules. It says Citibank didn't provide the necessary information on who was transferring funds overseas through its accounts. RBNZ's Director of Enforcement and Resolution, Kerry Beaumont, says the failures weren't a deliberate attempt to avoid the rules, but because of deficiencies and uh, in their processes and systems. Citibank self-reported this issue to us back in 2021. We don't think a warning is particularly light touch. It is a serious matter to issue a warning to any bank. There were other options available to us, but in this situation we felt the warning was appropriate. That's Kerry Beaumont from the Reserve Bank. Commerce Commission is looking to make telecommunications companies give more information about pricing and coverage. Technology Users Association Chief Executive Craig Young says the Commission's draft guidelines have been two years in the making. He believes that they should be reviewed more often to account for fast-changing technology. There is always more that can be done. Um, And certainly as technology becomes more and more prevalent and AI can be used, you know, there are other tools and some comparison sites that can be developed that will help consumers uh, make decisions. That's uh, Craig Young from the Technology Users Association. I'm joined now by Andrew Cathy from Craig's Investment Partners uh, for the latest from the markets. Andrew, I've taken us right up to the stopwatch. We need to rattle through what's the local market doing. Okay. Yeah, well, share markets like the talk of interest rate cuts. Um, our market's up almost 1%, up 92 points, 11,568. ASX 200, they're up 1.5%, just green on the screen right through Australia at 7,367. Looking at the exchange rate, Kiwi dollars stronger, buying 61.88 US cents against Australia, 92.77. Sterling, 49.03. Euro, 56.84. And the yen, 88.19. 90-day bank bill, unchanged, 5.64%. 10-year interest rates come off, down 4% at 4.40%. Brent crude, a little higher at US dollars, 74.62 a barrel. Gold trading at 2,027 US dollars an ounce. 
Thank you very much, Andrew Cathy, with the 100-metre sprint through financial markets. Time just to tell you another shake-up in the investment managing sector with a second big merger in a week. Wellington-based Jardin Securities National Australia Bank are joining a private equity firm, Pacific Equity Partners, to create a, f- a firm with more than $40 billion worth of funds under management or advice. Uh, the new entity will be called First Cape. It brings together J.B. Weir, Harbour Asset Management and BNZ Kiwi Saver Scheme all together in the new entity. We'll update business news and numbers for you around half past five in Checkpoint.